Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham, where Team Needham discusses everything healthcare. I am your host, Sean Needham, along with my wonderful wife, Janet, and we are streaming live from uh, sunny, beautiful Orlando, Florida. Just Although not it's right not very sunny right now, or not very warm right now. Right. Um, and today what we're going to talk about is exercise is a four-letter word. What do I mean by that? Well, as everybody has these New Year's resolutions coming up on us in another week or so, um, we, we have that word dreaded exercise. And it seems that it is a four-letter word because nobody really likes to exercise. And that's a very strong word saying nobody. But... Um, the reality of it is, is that some people use that term as it, it be, it's become a derogatory term, kind of a, a negative connotation. And in reality, we should embrace exercise and maybe change the name of it. Janet, what do you got to say? Well, I think what happens at this time of the year is that everybody sets these large expectations about what exercise they're going to do and their goals are way too big for what um, is real. And I also think that um, the other big um, stumble in the road is that we use exercise for gauging how much food we can consume. And really, if we are in a weight loss program or trying to get fit, I think we should just take it as a starting point and a stepping stone uh, or a step approach um, versus, hey, you know, I worked out and um, earned 2,000 or 200 calories and now I can go eat something. So that, that's just my two cents. For well, that's a big two cents because the reality of it is we say it all the time is that you cannot train your way or exercise your way out of a poor diet. Um, and it makes no sense to eat, just try to keep up eating with your exercise, especially if you're trying to lose weight. And even if you're not trying to lose weight, I think sometimes we we talk too much about the importance of eating before exercising and during and after. And I just think for most short workouts, I've said this before, for most short workouts, um, which most people, if they're going doing gym type workouts, you, you just... It, it, and you don't need an uh, more than an hour um, if you're just doing mostly gym and no cardio. And um, you don't need to eat before and after. Your your body has enough reserves um, to to get you through that entire workout and even recovery afterwards. So um, that's another tip right there. Because even these pre workout drinks and these pre and pre workout and post workout drinks, you know, a lot of them have a couple hundred calories in them. Um, each. So you think about that. Even if you burn 500 calories in your workout and you do a pre-workout and a post-workout um, drink or meal, then you basically um, aren't aren't any calories in the hole because you did those pre and post-workouts. Um, and you, you, most of us, all of us, not all, but most of us would have enough glycogen for at least an hour and a half with intense workouts. We have 1,500 calories of glycogen stored in our body to be used immediately for fuel. And, of course, we have a lot more fat than that stored where we can live for days on just our fat stores. But I'm not necessarily suggesting that. But just realize that our body has a lot of reserves. And unless you're an endurance athlete where your workouts are intense, like an hour and a half intensity, or you're working out three to four hours on a bike ride or a run or something like that, a lot of times you don't need to fuel. Well, I think the biggest mistake we make as we hit into the, the new year is that our goal is 
it is attain, attainable, but we need to make small steps as our goals too, because, you know, if, if we say we're going to work out X number of days um, in the week, we, we don't have any time off. So if you are, keep it simple. Keep things simple. Each step gets you one, one step closer to your goal, but keep things simple. And that that is right what Sean is saying. You know, don't worry about pre-workouts. Don't worry about fooding and fueling. Just find an exercise that you're capable of doing and then decide, okay, how much time do I have? How much effort can I give to it? And then how many days per week? And then go for that goal. Because if you say you're going to run a Boston, Boston Marathon by the end of this year, if you're not anywhere close to that, don't do that to yourself. Give yourself an obtainable goal and then short steps along the way to achieve them. Although that's a good point. Uh, maybe not Boston Marathon, but I do believe in, you know, maybe setting up an event. So schedule an event. Let's just say it's a it's a 5K run, walk, jog, whatever you can do. Schedule an event a few months out into the first of the year. So maybe in March or April or May when the weather starts getting better, there's a lot of 5Ks. You can find them anywhere and they're just fun runs or whatever. And you can use that as a goal to um, see how fast you can run a 5K, or it might be the first time you've ever ran a 5K. So if you set an event and have to pay for the event, and then you'll be more motivated to train for that event. Um, I know I do it to this day. I schedule bike races um, um, routinely and even winter rides. So Janet and I have a winter ride that we schedule every year, 1st of February in Palm Springs, and the reason I do that is so it makes me train throughout the winter. It's like, well, I got a hundred mile ride coming up. I need to make sure that I can finish that ride. So um, getting something on the schedule is is really important also. And like Jenna said, keeping it simple. So when you mean keep it simple, it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be really detailed. Your workouts don't have to be really detailed. You don't have to have a lot of equipment. In fact, you don't have to have any equipment. Um in the future, at first of the year, we're going to stay tuned because at Mosley Professional Pharmacy, we're going to be giving away, I don't have a set with me, but we're going to be giving away a set of resistance bands. And you guys have seen, maybe if you follow me, me work out with resistance bands before. I take them when I travel, when there's not going to be a, a gym at the hotel. They're very, very convenient. Um, you can do a lot of things with them, all kinds of push-pull exercises, lower and upper body. Um, stay tuned after the first of the year because we'll be giving out a set of resistance bands. So if you call Moses Lake Professional Pharmacy, uh, 509-764-2314 after the first of the year, you can get a set of resistance bands. Let's see if I have. Here's a number right there. So call us at the first of the year. You can get a set of resistance bands to help your workouts. Um, also throw some body weight stuff in there. And honestly, your workouts, they don't need to be longer than a half hour. Mine and Janet's gym's work, gym workouts are hardly ever over a half hour. In fact, they're more like 20 to 28 minutes. Right. Um, we get them done really quick. It depends on what your goal is too. But our goal for our gym workouts is overall fitness um, and overall health. So we're not seeing how much weight we can lift. We're not seeing, you know, we're not trying to build a specific body part like a bodybuilder would. So we don't have a lot of rest between our um, workout um, sets, you know, only like 15 seconds. 
So the workouts go pretty fast. We have six to six to eight, maybe nine different exercises, and the workouts go pretty fast because we don't have a lot of rest periods. Now, if you are doing any kind of heavy lifting and you want a goal of how much you can lift or work in certain body parts like a bodybuilder, you would want more rest. But we just want it for overall fitness and overall health. So our workouts go super fast. Um, and it keeps it kind of more exciting that way too that you're you know you can get in and out in a half hour and we have a home gym we don't we don't go to a gym um you know that's always an option i think it depends on who the individual is jan and i live out in the country so going to a gym would be at least another half hour of our day um and considering our workouts are less than a half hour you know, that kind of goes without saying that we're better off working out at home. I will say this, though. Some people, a gym is good for them. It creates community. Um, you know, you get to you get to meet like-minded people that might be in the same, that might have the same goals that you do. Um, you can also make that, maybe meet somebody at the gym and have an accountability partner. Um, some people like going to a gym rather than doing it at home because at home, I'm I'm guilty of this. It's easy to put it off because it's like, oh, well, I just got a gym right outside in my garage so I can do that later. And then later becomes later, then later comes later and later becomes never. So sometimes a gym, which with, with um, set hours, you have to be there before eight o'clock or whatever that is. It can be more of a accountability um, than having a home gym. Janet? So don't be afraid to, to ask up for help because there are so many trainers out there right now that are very educated and, and have worked with many clients at many different levels. And I think that that is something that um, is not uh, unaffordable for most people. And if that's not something that you feel comfortable doing, if anything, if you're just starting out, walk, just move, just do something. And it doesn't, like Sean said, it doesn't have to be forever. Start with 20 minutes. Start with 15 minutes. Keep adding to it. You know, make it simple again. There are so many tools that we have available to us, but just keep it simple and don't overwhelm yourself. You know, set a, a simple goal. Once you've achieved it, then you, you have some confidence. And I think that's the other thing about with exercises. It builds confidence when you achieve things and you get past a certain point and you can keep adding to it in a different way or whatever works best for you. And it depends on your age too, because obviously if you are in your fifties, you're going to exercise different than what you would in your twenties. So, you know, there's, there's that. And speaking of um, personal trainers um, that can help, help you get better results. And it can also help you with accountability. I have a mountain bike racing training coach now. And one of the reasons I do is because first of all, the biggest thing with a trainer is a trainer, a good trainer, a good coach will tell you how important recovery is. And people that are overachievers tend to work out too much. And I was one of those. Um, so my coach is very good about telling me that, hey, take some time off, recover, because that's when we get stronger. So that's a good thing about having a coach is they will tell you when to recover and you won't overtrain. Um, but they'll also, if they work with you closely and they know you, you get personalized um, um, sessions and with personalized goals. So they, they, if you want, they want to know what your goals are. So we have had some trainers on our podcast. Um, and with the invention of technology now, um, 
you know, it's not like you have to personally have be in person with a trainer. My coach, for instance, he sends me workouts once a week and, um, you know, with detailed YouTube videos, sometimes if they're, if they're strength type workouts in the gym, the, um, biking ones are a little more um, detailed. Don't need a video for those. He can just explain them. Um, but I, I, I hardly ever see my coach. Um, and so with the technology now, you don't always have to have a coach in person. We have interviewed a lot of different coaches on our and personal trainers that do virtual training on our podcast. Um, Kathy Cote was one of them. If you go into our YouTube channel, uh, the Mosley Professional Pharmacy YouTube channel, and if you look at episode 197, on how to lose weight during menopause with Kathy Cote. She specifically targets women during menopause. Um, she is one herself and she has had great results. She's a big believer in strength training. Um, she used to run marathons and realized that marathons weren't giving her the best results that she wanted. So she started doing more strength training. So um, you can check her out. Um, I got to get into another one here. Janet, what else do you have to say while I'm doing this? Well, you know, I think we all have this big dream of every year um, meeting a lot of goals. And, and I've already spoke to it about how we need to keep them real. And I also think that we need to put them down on paper. Um, I know that sounds a little bit old school, but if we make it real by putting it in and writing it down and then maybe write some steps on how to achieve it. I think that helps because our brain needs to um, come to agreement with our goals too. And, and writing things down are important. And I know for me that once I've achieved a certain number or a certain place, it's very helpful for me. I feel, um, you feel excited, you feel accomplished. So write those things down. You don't have to put it out where the world sees it, but you know, put it somewhere, write it down somewhere. Yeah, what's uh, what's the the old saying? A um, a goal that's not written down is just a dream. So write it down, and and then and it's dynamic too. So it can change. Um, another person that we interviewed, um, Casey Young. Um, she is a personal trainer down in Southern California. She talks a lot about strength training, also. So if you check out our episode one eighty nine, get fit in just two hours. She usually talks to people about doing half-hour workouts. She does a lot of com um, uh, combination, compound movements type stuff. Um, I, I highly, I highly recommend her. So you can check out that podcast, episode one eighty nine. Go to our YouTube channel and search for that. Um, let's see, Janet. What else do you have to say? So uh, I know we're using a lot of words here that. Some, some viewers may not even understand, but just, just know exercise can be very simple, even though they say compound moves, it's not usually something that's really crazy. And also if you are doing online things and you're doing workouts, keep it to your ability. There's always an alternate way to do something. You don't have to always do something like, for example, if you have knee injuries or hip issues or something like that, you know, keep it within your range of being able to do it. Yeah, for sure. You have to know um, 
when to work through, what kind of pain to expect and when to work through pain and when not. What is good pain? What is bad pain? Because exercise can hurt, and that's how we get adaptations, but it doesn't mean that we should yeah. have constant pain. Um, another one, here's one I love. If I'm, if my coach prescribes a free, a free form workout for me and just says, you know, do what feels good, this is one I like. It's a 10-minute kettlebell workout um, by Amy. So if you if you look at YouTube and Google 10-minute uh, kettlebell workout by Amy um, and pick her 10-minute one, I will tell you, it. if you think that 10 minutes is not an, enough time to work out, now it depends on what your goal is. I get that. But this workout will kick your butt. I guarantee it. If you have not done this routinely, it will kick your butt. Um I highly suggest you will need a kettlebell for this, obviously. I highly suggest practicing the kettlebell swing before you get into this workout, but not completely necessary. That's one of the things, too. Don't worry about the details right at first. As long as you're not using too heavy of weight, you're not going to get injured. So just go through the motions. And remember, if you're not something, if you're not doing anything now, something is better than nothing. So just like Janet said, if you're not doing anything now, just walk. Um, is is good enough. So this workout by Amy is an awesome workout. I'm a big believer in kettlebells. If you've if you followed me enough, if there's one tool you can have in your gym, I believe it's a kettlebell. There are so many different things you can do with a kettlebell. Go to our YouTube channel. Um, I show a lot of different kettlebell workouts on there. Um, I think it's the best tool to work complete upper body, lower body, and when you start doing swings. Um, you work your cardiovascular system, so your 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 heart and your lungs. So um, I, I I totally like her workout. There's a lot of different workouts on YouTube. Um, so if you don't want to hire a coach and you just want to do um, go on YouTube, they're free. Most of them are free. Um, if you went in there and Google or or searched into YouTube and looked up body weight exercises. I'm sure you would get a ton of videos. I'm a big believer in bodyweight exercises. Most all the workouts I do have less than, I use less than 30 pounds um, for either dumbbells or kettlebells, depending on what I have available. So you don't need a lot of weight. Your body weight is very, very good for many different um, adaptations um, that you can get. Um, Let's see, we have a comment here. (laughs) Amanda Nelson says, oh my God, go to bed. Do you ever sleep? Well, Amanda, actually we are in um, in Orlando. So we're three hours earlier than you, later than you are. So it's almost 11 o'clock here. Merry Christmas. Um, Let's see. Let's, let's present some other people that we've had on our podcast um, that are personal trainers. Yeah, let's define what body resistance really means, um, because some people may not know. Basically, it just uses your own body weight to uh, perform some form of exercise. And probably the the easiest one to think of is, um, well, there's a lot of them. And there's many of them that are geared even directly towards women as well. So there's many out there that you just use your own body to use resistance and you use a chair, a wall, the floor, whatever. So it's not like you have to invest in a lot of equipment. It's just finding those things on um, many different platforms and you just use your own body weight. And so a good one would be body weight squat. Or planks. 
Oh, oh yeah, plank. So push-up position. Plank is a push-up position. That's a great exercise. Or push-ups, great exercise, either from your knees. Yeah. Um, um, that's a great bodyweight exercise. So uh, a squat, just squat down. Um, you know, try to go 90 degrees. Another one is, is um, would be deadlifts, you know, um, which is basically just bending over, bending over and just pretend you're picking something up is an, is another one. Um, and what else are you thinking? Oh, well, you know, it doesn't have to be a lot of weight either. It could be stretching motions because that's one of the things that we as cycling have to do. We have to learn how to stretch out after overuse of certain muscles. And as, as most Americans, we have a sitting job. So, you know, don't forget that even stretching movements, which you don't need equipment for, are very important and they're good for us. Well, yeah, and especially just getting up, speaking of sitting down all the time, um, you know, just getting up and walking regularly. You know, maybe a, a simple goal for the first of the year was every hour, if you have a, a sedentary job like most of us do, um, every hour set your clock to get up and just stretch for for 15 seconds, walk for 15 seconds. Um, just do that um, a minute, whatever it takes um, is is something that is – you know, is, is very, very, um, gosh, what, what's word I want to use? Well, it's beneficial. Very, yeah. It's, <laughs> Sorry. It's, no, it's okay. So we had a gal that worked for us. And one of the things that she would do with her 10 or 15 minutes is she'd walk around the block and then come back just to get up and move and stretch and see something different. And, you know, it all adds up by the end of the day, all those steps add up. So, you know, don't, don't overlook that. If you have a break, get up and move and then go back to work. For sure. Another um, person we had on our podcast is um, Connie Nightingale. So if you look inside our YouTube channel, you can find her. Um, she is a personal trainer not far from us in Idaho, and she can set up a personal um, uh, program for you. So check her out. Um, another person that we had on would be um, David Michael. Let me show you his. He talked a lot about how um, in order to in order to um, change your body, you have to change your mind. So he's a lot into the the mind over body, which is true. I mean, you can't exercise, you can't get benefits from exercise if you don't have it up here already. So very important that you change your, change your mind first. So David Michael, look him up. Um, he's out of New York. Um, I wanted to share one more with you. Corey Little, um, he was a former bodybuilder and he is another personal trainer, fitness, nutrition coach. So he can help you with not just training, but diet and exercise. Um, but diet also, and diet is, is, is very important. So Lots of different tools out there. So we really shouldn't have a lot of excuses as to um, why we can't exercise um, and and why we can't change our habits um, because we, we don't need to use tools or like, well, I don't have enough weights or I don't have any kind of equipment or I don't have um, a, a, an area where I can. Let me tell you. In this hotel room right here where there's, I don't know, 
15 square feet, 10, 10 square feet of blank space, it's enough room for me to get a workout in. So you don't have to have a lot of room. You don't have to have a lot of equipment. You just need to be committed and, and have some of the tools um, like with YouTube videos or a coach to kind of work you through some of the exercises. Let me tell you what, if, if I was going to design an exercise program for somebody, this is how it would be. Um, and, and no matter what weight you use, no matter what tools you use, um, you can, you can do these exercises. So upper body, lower body and core, we're going to split those up into three areas. So upper body, you want to do two push movements. So a push is where you're working the back of your arm, basically your triceps, but also your shoulders. That's a push movement. And then you want to do two pull movements. So pull, like when you're pulling something towards you, that's your biceps, but you'll also be working your back. So two upper body push and pull movements, and then two lower body push and pull movements. So a push would be a squat, and a pull would be like something when you're bend over to pick it up. So you're working the back of your legs and your glutes on the pulls, and on the pushes, you're working the front of your legs, your quads. Um, so two of each of those, and then two core exercises. So core would be anything like sit-ups, like crunches, um, Russian twists. And if you don't know what those are, look those up. They're easy to, to do. Russian twists are very beneficial because not only do they work the middle of your core, but they work your, the sides of your core, your obliques also, because you're twisting. So that's one thing about the core movements. I would recommend two core movements, but one that is a twisting motion. So you do work those obliques. A lot of different exercises you can do for that. Just planks, like Janet said, is a core exercise. Just um, um, sitting in a plank position with your hands and feet. Um, what do you get to add as we wind this up, Janet? Well, you know what? As far as I'm concerned, if you're doing something to start with, it's better than nothing. So that's the first thing that I always tell somebody when they said, I don't exercise. Well, we'll start with something somewhere and then start adding to it because as you keep building on that, you're going to be able to add more and then, you know, educate yourself, go online. Like Sean said, look some of these things up. We do that. We look all the time. We look at different things, you know, his coach throws things at us and we look at it and see what it is and don't be afraid. Ask people, challenge yourself, but keep it simple. Don't overwhelm yourself because I think as Americans, we think we have to have instant results and we have to have the lottery all at one time. Let's just keep making small steps forward to achieve the big goal that you may have. Well, and remember that, you know, embrace the journey. Right. So even when, you know, I, I talked about having a, you know, a goal of, you know, doing a 5k or, or what have you on the calendar, um, Still, you need to embrace the process, embrace the journey. Because like the ride I do in Palm Springs, it's 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 usually it's 100 miles and it's about five hours. But to train for that ride, I train 10 to 15 hours a week. So embrace that part of it. You're, you're, the journey is a lot longer than the destination. So embrace that part of it. And don't look at it as, oh, my gosh, I have to, I have to exercise today. Look at it like this. I get the privilege of exercising today. Imagine that. I mean, embrace it like that. Say, wow, I get to exercise today. And we have talked about it many times on our podcast, and it still rings true today. There is 
no better antidepressant than exercise, period. There is not one. Jen and I are both pharmacists. There is not any drug that is better than exercise for depression, period. I, I, I ask anybody, I challenge anybody to find me one uh, because there's not one. So, um, yeah, so we just wanted to kind of talk to you guys about exercise because we know that you're, there's going to be a lot of New Year's resolutions here shortly. We want to make sure you, we keep you on track. So as of after uh, January 3rd or after first of the year, call Moses Lake Professional Pharmacy. I'm going to put the number up there again. And ask for your set of free resistance bands. And we will ship you a set of free resistance bands um, along with a, a tool that a little pamphlet that will show you some of the exercises you can do with resistance bands. So you want to take advantage of that. Call after the first of the year. Um, stay tuned. We'll be mentioning it again. And that's all I have for today. So as always, I thank you for tuning in today, listeners and viewers. Um, this is an exciting Exciting time for us. Our, our, our podcast is ever-growing and reaching the goal of educating and empowering individuals to take charge of their own health. So thank you for being a part of it. We really appreciate it. And we we will be talking to you after. See, we have another podcast this week. We will for the first of the year. So we will talk to you Thursday. Not sure who's on, but stay tuned Thursday for our midweek podcast, Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. Thank you for tuning in.